Hi, and welcome to Cool Things with Hollywood Hank. We're going to talk about today, in the first half of the Cool Things podcast, a little bit about some of Transformers action figures, or toys, uh, if you will. Um, First, uh, I'm going to talk about a character called Refractor. And in the old school, um, I guess they didn't want to call him Reflector. And when I was growing up in the cartoon, he was a series, he was basically three identical robots that turned into a camera. And he was called Reflector. Uh, in the toy line, in the, the old one, he was actually three robots of different colors that combined into a camera. But in the actual animated cartoon, he turned he and I guess his two brothers or partners, whatever it is, um, turned into a camera, and they were all like purplish blue, a little more purple, I'd say. And uh, this one was hard to for me to find. Because um, they they do make the camera basically. You buy a refractor and he looks like the animated uh, G one version, and you look on the back and he turns into this little. Uh, I guess it's supposed to be some futuristic spaceship. It just looks like a pile of plastic to me that has parts on it. You know, it's like, hey, this is part of a satellite or something, or you know, but uh, or some futuristic little space gun. Maybe for one of the bigger robots. I could buy that, but it just looks like a crappy transformation to me. I mean, it doesn't look like anything. But then it goes in the corner and says, Collect three to build. And so you're like, oh, all right, cool, reflector. If you collect the three of them, um, you can build... If you get three of this figure, you can make it into an actual uh, replica of a camera. It's not a real working camera, of course. But... um, the problem with that is uh, if you don't live in bigger cities, um, if you are like, say, you only have one store in your town that carries these, they only put two in one case. So let's say you you have a smaller Walmart or Target or, or some other small store that carries toys in your town. What if they get one box in? Then you're only going to have access to two. And then you're going to be fighting anyone else who wants to have all three of them to get those two. Where I live, um, I my first adventure trying to track them down, I had went to a Walmart on the south side of town. And uh, I'd seen they'd put some out, and I was like, dang, I just missed them. And I looked up on their top shelf, <coughs> and they had two boxes uh, that clearly Refractor would come in. I was excited. I was like, yes, they're up there. I can just uh, pull them down. So I found a stick or something and knocked them down one by one. I opened it up. Guess which two are missing? Refractor. And then uh, out of both. So, you know, they probably will receive more shipments of it. But if you're just trying to get hold of one, just to have one, it's sort of difficult. It's one I guess that you you have to chase. Uh, I don't know how they would correct that. I mean, you wouldn't want to actually uh, flood that whole lineup with like three in a case or four in a case to make sure everybody got one. But uh, it does seem sort of ridiculous to have, uh, you know, I don't know. Just it's, it makes it difficult to get them. 
anything that you have to get three of the same thing and it only comes two in a pack is kind of not thought out well I don't think I think they should have at least done three you know it still would be a problem availability in smaller areas but um, if you did want to buy all three at once um, you're just out of luck if they put out one case because there's only two in there so um, another interesting tidbit about the company that makes them Hasbro is they <coughs> excuse me still got this cold battling thing it needs to go away um, but the Hasbro has released a, a statement that they are going away from using plastic in their packaging um, so it makes me wonder how they're going to do their Transformer series um, or how because if you think of this typical toy if you've ever bought one it has a cardboard back and it has a plastic where you can see the toy covering the toy where you know you can't uh, physically manipulate or touch the toy because it's covered in plastic you'd have to open it to have access to it so there are two options they could seal every toy they have in a basically cardboard box with a painted photo on the front which is okay I don't but or they could go they have some of their um, transformers for younger children they come with a cardboard packaging but they're out where you know you could actually move their arms and legs and head or um, if you were crazy enough you could rip parts off like a gun out of the package or whatever because there's no plastic covering over it there's nothing to keep you from getting it so I'm not sure quite sure if I'm a fan of uh, I know why they're trying to get rid of plastic they're trying to be environmentally friendly but um, there are ways to recycle plastic I don't really see the I don't really like the change I don't know if I don't even think it would be necessary I think it's just a feel-good thing that they're doing you know I mean maybe I'm totally wrong uh, possibly I mean there might be I haven't done studies about how many package toy packages you know are clogged, clogging up the landfills but um, I think um, I don't know it's just something I can't wrap my head around it's like if you, you you're either going to go to the store and uh, whether you're a collector like me or your child goes to the store they're going to want to look at the toy and it's either going to be encased totally in cardboard where you just have to look at the back of the box or the drawn on picture or <coughs> it will be open where anyone could touch it and do whatever they want I mean uh, you, we live in a world now where people open up ice cream and lick it like morons uh, that, and then put it back on the shelf I mean they could spit on your toy or have dirty hands and touch all over the toy that you're going to buy your child so uh, being an open toy on cardboard doesn't sound very appealing to me uh, because it's like people can, I mean, it could be dropped on the floor and un kicked under the shelf. Under the shelf might be where somebody spit their tobacco under there because they're rude. And it may land in that. You may not even know that. But it doesn't have any protective covering over it or to let you know that. It gets on the toy. Um, so I'm just kind of interested how they're going to... Uh, I would hope they would go for the whole cardboard encasement. Uh, if they had, if they go away from plastic, like they say they're going to do, I think they should uh, have it totally all in cardboard, uh, with um, 
where you cannot even touch the the toy because if they had it open like some of those other toys I just I don't like it because they sit on the shelf they get dusty they get dirty you know and this is before um, you even buy it I mean if it's not a popular toy it'll sit there and it's gonna get dusty in a store that has lots of people walking back and forth and bringing in dirt from the outside and dust but uh, uh, you know good for them if they're trying to do good but I don't I'm not a fan of changing it up it's just a classic thing um, I suppose uh, in some way they'll have to use some plastic in some cases uh, um, perhaps um, we'll find out when 2020 when they start most of their toys not having a lot of plastic uh, somebody had wrote uh, some sort of comment on something I one article I read about what well, their toys are made of plastic you know these all these toys you make if you're so concerned with plastic well are you going to stop making plastic toys uh, it's kind of um, weird that they're more concerned with the clear packaging not all these plastic toys that are you know just as bad for the environment if they get piled up or thrown in the garbage because they're the same pro they're even worse probably than the clear plastic because they're like a hard plastic plastic uh, but um, that's it was just interesting you know when I read that I was like I couldn't imagine I'm looking at the new refractor I got I can't and I look at the side and I see the box art it looks cool but I can't imagine not being able to look in and see that the toy is actually in there that's not broken from some sort of shipping mishap uh, that it's actually a decent looking toy with a good paint job on it um, sometimes you have uh, with a blister carded which is cardboard with plastic on it or plastic over a box toy you can look in it and see okay this was this was, there was a factory mistake where the stickers are on upside down or sideways or um, something went past quality control and the paint just isn't right um, um, it's just something to look and see. Um, it will change. Um, if I think if Hasbro does it, then other toy companies will probably also do it. It could be a change for the better, maybe. Uh, I just I can't. Like I said, it's just changing to you know where you cannot see it or just out in the open. Both of those just sound really bad to me. Um, if it's out in the open, I could come to the store and. Oh, I'm gonna break the head off that toy. You know, if I'm a rambunctious little jerk, <laughs> or you know, people come in the place I work and they just destroy the place because they think it's fun. So I can't imagine, you know, what they could do to things that were not, you know, at least a little bit protected. They probably would do it anyway, whether it's protected or not. But um, and then uh, just not being able to see it in case the cardboard uh, Jetfire one I bought. <coughs> I think I talked about it on one of the past podcasts. I, I did actually talk about it. Um, he he was uh, he's encased all in cardboard. I like the art on the back, but actually look at it, I had to open it, and I didn't really mind it because he was a bigger um, uh, transformer. He wasn't uh, the bigger ones. Never really have the clear package over them when they're if they're bigger than a certain size so it wasn't really strange for me but that could be more along what the lines of what they're doing with the transformers and i really wouldn't have a problem with it. it looks it looks good but like i said it's just uh, 
that change of that, that is something I'd have to get used to and probably most anyone else who buys toys well that's it for the first part of our cool podcast on to the next we'll be right back welcome back to cool things with Hollywood Hank I'm your host still got this cough cold thing won't go away um really annoying <coughs> there you go that's for emphasis um, just let you know but uh, it, it it comes and goes the cough so um I recently watched the Amazon Prime exclusive series The Boys um if you've never heard of The Boys um it's it's about superheroes um but hold on pump the brakes a little bit um if you are not ready for a very very dark superhero show um it is good this is really good I, I liked it i mean i really enjoyed watching it but <coughs> i'm gonna try to stay spoiler free i'm gonna try to talk about it in a because uh, it's still fairly new um with as few or little spoilers as I can, if I do try to go into a spoiler, I'll I'll try to alert you so you can stop listening or or not. But um, it uh, it explores um, the basic story of uh, what happens to people who experience collateral damage from superheroes, and uh, and you and you see this world. Uh, a lot of the superheroes are more concerned with uh, making movies and being famous. Uh, they're not really concerned if uh, regular people like us die, and uh, part of the the preview, if you ever watch a, a preview for it, um, shows uh, one of the main characters uh, somebody cares about gets killed accidentally, or and uh, then and the superhero just says, "Well, I gotta go by," and takes off, and so this person's like all upset. <coughs> And I uh, can't believe it's happened. Um, I think they do a good job as far as, um, you know, one of the main characters' names is Huey. They, um, they do a good job with um, Huey as far as if uh, this had happened to you. Um, we've all experienced frustration where we wanted to say something out loud and we thought about saying it and then we snap back to reality and we don't say what we just thought we were going to say. And then just the inner anger he felt I thought they did a real good job portraying that um, I wasn't as ready for as dark as it was and it got fairly quickly <coughs> um, but I mean as dark as it was it was still really good um, um, me and my wife watched it we enjoyed it um, it, it did have uh, if you don't like gore it had some gore and I, I don't think the gore was extreme but it was pretty I don't know I don't know if heavy's the word it might be um, it did you know like I said it showed uh, I mean people got cut in half you know and it kind of showed that you know, and it and it showed uh, like somebody exploding um, not graphically exploding but um, enough to where if you don't like a lot of blood you'd be like oh I don't want to watch this uh, anymore but it, the story was just it's just great because it's just it's regular people trying to get payback um, they felt wronged by this uh, superhero group called the seven which is basically a justice league 
um, almost like it's really similar to the Justice League. It's got like a a guy that's like Superman, a guy that's like Wonder, a woman that's like Wonder Woman, uh, a guy that's like Batman, a guy like Aquaman. Uh, you got uh, it is, uh, and it was really entertaining to go from episode to episode. We kind of binge watched it over was it two days? I mean, it was eight episodes, and the episodes were fairly long. Um, story was really good. I don't really think I was like, I don't get why they're doing this or what they're doing. It had a really good story, and uh, um, the, the uh, you know, the lead into season two after you watch the last episode makes you want to see season two to see what happens. Uh, um, sometimes, if you're if you're interested in it, you kind of have to avoid YouTube because I watched a video on uh, one of the characters, and uh, I was thinking about showing it to somebody who didn't. Um, see it and when I watched the video it spoiled the whole season it showed lots of things that happened and I was like well this isn't really a preview and then it went to the season one ender and showed the you know the the end it was like okay now they've seen the everything they need to see you know uh, this preview was not well thought out unless they you know because at some point if you're watching the series and you saw that you would put two and two together um somewhere midway maybe two or three episodes in you'd be like okay well this is going to eventually get to here and uh it's better to go in blind i think don't find anything out about it uh you know go in and the characters are really good uh the acting is really good you kind of feel bad for the uh huey you know because of what he went through and then you find out that other people have gone through stuff like that um and it's about them trying to deal with it and then trying to um, get, you know, revenge basically on the people that killed their loved ones or hurt their loved ones. Uh, um, and uh, as you go through the series, you see the story from the point of view of Huey and the group he gets in with, and then you see the point of view from the Seven. There's a new person that joins the Seven. <coughs> this is the superhero team. And you get to see... Um, the character flaws of uh, the each member of the seven, the one that's like Superman, the, the guy that's like Aquaman. The, I mean, you get to see his name's The Deep. That He's the, he's the guy like Aquaman. He's called The Deep. You get to see fairly quickly um, how flawed this super team is in general. But once you see the scene with The Deep, which is not it's not as bad as it appears but it does i mean you you think at first oh no this is gonna be graphic and it they didn't go that way with it it was like a cutaway you know not to spoil what, what happens but it was a cutaway where you didn't see anything but you knew what had happened so it wasn't it was like it gave you a new perspective on what this new hero had gotten into with uh, the team this new team of people and uh, as they interact with other people on the team they find out they're just as um, not great people <laughs> it's, uh, you know um, the this world is like like I said superheroes are like a 
company business and they're trying to get into they're not they're into entertainment they're into everything people love them they're you know they're trying to get into the uh, army and the government you know because they're really powerful and they're basically trying to and this isn't spoiler story wise you can can you can kind of figure this out as you just watch it the they're um, you know trying to take over the not take over the world but they're trying to just rule everything because they have power um, the story itself is really good and it's just um, you have to experience it uh, you need to find a preview that says it's an actual preview for Amazon Prime's The Boys watch the preview and uh, it, it does have lots of bad words in it um, it's not for children it's not a Avengers type movie where you can or TV show where you can say hey kids come watch this it is uh, later teens probably I mean, I don't know what the age you let your kids listen to curse words that are, but uh, it's for later teens slash adults. Uh, um, even if you don't like your later teens seeing some things that are dark, it might even be for them. Uh, I don't know. It just depends on how what you let your children watch. <coughs> the superhero stuff in it was really cool. And... Uh, uh, it was really surprisingly well done. I found out after I watched it that it was based on a comic book series called Aptly the Boys and uh, written by um, a fellow named Garth Ennis. If you've ever heard of him, most of his stuff is graphic and violent. And uh, they this thing research I did was that the comic book is ten times worse than the show. And I was like, wow, I don't even know if I want to read the comic because uh, if it's darker and has worse things that happen than the show uh, you know it's while it would be interesting it, the show pushes the boundaries pretty far and uh, I think it's really well done I liked how the story was told and uh, I, I kind of previewed on YouTube somebody had pulled up his review of the boys and he went through page by page letting you look at the pages and some of the stuff I looked at the comics I was like oh, I don't I don't really know if I'd read this you know because it's um, um while it's the same as uh, the TV show, the TV show, I think, is done better. Um, some people, I guess, who are fans of the comic would disagree, but I like the TV show based upon what I looked at from the review of the comic. Tons better. So there were some similar instances that happened in it, uh, but uh, mostly I think the show got it right. So approach with caution if you want to watch The Boys. Uh, it's a great superhero TV show. It is very dark. If you've got young ones, you do not want them to see it, especially if you don't like bad words or, you know, some dark situations. Um, the dark situations aren't as many as you would think, but there is like people getting cut in half and killed and stuff. Uh, sort of graphically, not too graphically though. Um, this has been a loose talking to about the boys trying not to spoil anything at all um i might go into a spoiler at another time i don't know i might not i, I like people to experience the the show themselves uh, i might change my mind we'll see this has been cool things with hollywood hank thank you for listening and adios